the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. And now, in front of a live studio audience, here's your news. Tommy's not bottom. Rovers with a hundred percent record. Gaz comes out victorious with bail. Bowler's stocks plummet. Matty rocks and rolls his way to second. Luke hits new heights with highest score yet. Three degrees, three crises. Commissioner facing question once again. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm Phil McCracken. And I'm Jack Meal. So, Phil, what do you think? Tommy's not bottom. Uh, Jack, I can't believe it. Honestly, this guy had bottom of the table written all over him. His record speaks for himself. And the fact that he is running away by his standards to the mid-table, comfortably mid-table, is astonishing. What's this guy drinking? What's changed? You have to ask these questions. Could it be the commissioner? I'm not one to say, but perhaps. I've got no idea what old Tommy is drinking, but whatever it is, the Grovers must have had some as well. 100% four wins on the board. It's astonishing. So think that people are opposed of this idea of the co-teams is astounding because they're proving so fruitful in their efforts. They are the team to be at the moment. They're running away with it. Absolutely. But even they are throwing a few side eyes in the direction of Salford Shaggers boss Gareth Williams, who, of course, signed Gareth Bale. What a coup that was. What an acquisition. Can you believe the scale that surrounded this story? Jack, it was like a drama. Back and forth, back and forth. Which way it go? Oh, it was great watching. But Gareth decided where he was going. And it was actually to our, the Bristol Classics' own Gareth's Salford Shaggers. He should be a hell of a signing for the boy. But if there's anybody that needs firepower up front, it's the bowler who is absolutely wedded to the bottom half of the table. He is... Nowhere to be seen. He's absent. He is asleep at the wheel. What is happening to this boy? A renowned mid-table veteran has gone astray. Will he turn his season around? Does he care? Is he even home? Yet to be seen. And of course, the manager that has pegged the highest score on the board so far in Luke Siddle at Shitpod. What a statement that was by the tipped manager to finish in the bottom half of the table. He has just announced himself on the scene. It is impressive beyond belief to see a display like that. And it just makes you fall in love with a game of draft fantasy football over again. I completely agree. But there's a lot of managers out there saying he's the beneficiary of some favouritism by the commissioner. He is once again facing questions. You've got to feel sorry for the guy. He's taken on a mammoth task of turning this league around and giving it a new direction and a new identity. You've got to commend that. But has blind ambition got in the way of his ultimate goal of becoming champ for? Who knows? But it is clear to see that this is not going to be as simple as the three-time champion thought it was going to be. Maybe he needs to stop making so many blunders within his role as commissioner and start putting more effort on the pitch because the way he's going he's destined for mid-table we're gonna have to cut live now i have been informed that the commissioner is actually starting a press conference as we speak as we've mentioned to address the latest crisis affecting the game the speculative pick scandal let's cut over there right now i can't wait maybe his dad's come home 
Okay, so settle down, settle down. Thank you, thank you. Settle down. Uh, the commissioner will be here in just a moment. He's going to take a few questions from the assembled crowd. Um, only the uh, the fucking the licence press, please. Thank you. Place your hand up if you do have a question to ask. We're going to take five questions today, and absolutely no more questions. Every answer will be embargoed until the Saturday press tomorrow. Please raise your hand if you do have a question, and I'll do my best to get to you. Uh, yeah, first, uh, Luke, go. Alex, are you out of your depth? You've gone from crisis to crisis. You've shown weak leadership at every stage, and you yourself have been responsible for breaking more rules than anybody else. Is it time you resign and accept this job is too big for you to handle? Now, my dear, are you mad? Do you know that I've lived and breathed this game since I was a little nipper? I've refereed games, boy. I've been to the Arsenal and Watford Academy, and they asked me to come back. I've refereed under nines, under tens. Uh, uh, well, they didn't invite me back after that. But I know this game at the back of my hand. And my back of my hand is hairy, I can tell you that. I don't think you should come to me, a person who has lost more games than they have won, and start blaming me for your failure. You're out of order. I can't believe you'd even ask such a question. How embarrassing. I feel sorry for you. If you would know anything about humility, you would know that for a person who has zero degrees to come to a person who has three degrees, it's just absurd. The fact that you're in Loudness Press Hall is beyond me. You must have stole a lanyard or something. Ugh, I refuse. I refuse to go any further on this question. Next one, please. Okay, thank you, Alex. Um, okay, yep. Yeah. Do, do you do you have your hand up there? Sorry, the gentleman in the back. Uh, look at me if you have a question. Hello, guy with the milkshake stain on the front, the brown on the on the white shirt. Yes. Okay. Ask your question. Go on. Ask. Hi, my name is Adam. Ba but start again. Okay. Breast conference. Hi, Mr. Miller. Um, just want to know what guarantees can you offer us the offer to the league here that similar mistakes are not going to happen, and this isn't just making it up as you go along. What? 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 Oh my God! I don't think you're ever going to spit that out. What guarantees can I offer you? I don't offer, offer you anything. All I need to tell you is my manifesto and my intent, and that is to make sure this is the best league we have ever had. Next time. Sort of pontificating around the whole, will you give me my way? No. Next time you're more direct, you look at me in the eye when you okay. tell me how, if I'm making this up as I go along. Does it look like I'm making it up? Of course not. Three degrees doesn't allow you to make up such a thing. This is more than just a league. This is a way of life. And you wouldn't understand that, would you? God. Next question, please. Okay, well, thank you very much for your time, Alex. Okay. Yes, you in the in the back in the in the GT gaming chair. Yeah, you know who you are with the bag on the head. Ask ask me to call you Tugs Alatine. Go ask the question. Take your headset off, man. Tugs Alatine of the Daily Window. Mister Miller, I think it's safe to say that your commissionership has got off to a somewhat bumpy start. What reassurances can you give to the managers, the players? and most importantly, the fans of the league, that you are, in fact, the right man for this job. 
Again, what an absurd question. I'd have to prove anything to you. I'd have to prove anyone. My three degrees would sit proudly upon my wall. Surely tell you that I'm overqualified for this job. Come on, man. Look at you. Look at the lot of you. Coming to me with your petty little problems, thinking that, oh, I'm How's the that? reason behind your bad luck or bad performance. Get over yourself, man. Why don't you buy a mirror and look at yourself? It's not my job to teach you guys how to dress yourself and then feed yourself. I'm not here as a babysitter. I'm here as a commissioner. But ultimately, I'm here to win as well. And if that is going to ruffle a few feathers, make some people cry, then so be it. Of course I'm the right man for the job. I was destined. Did you not hear my answer to that invalid over there, Luke? How's that? I'm sick and tired of having to prove myself. I'm answer this question just coming slightly worded differently. Absolutely silly. Once again, next question. How do these people get in here? Okay, Ginger Lurch, go. When it comes to the speculative pick scandal, I think so far it's been a fucking disaster. It's been an absolute farce. It wasn't something easy to do. The rules weren't made clear from the start. If they were made a little bit more crystal clear, would have gone a little bit more smooth. I mean, I am guilty. I made mistakes. Um, it was in Ketia, Messi, Leno. I can't remember now, but there was a few issues in my own team. I'm not by any means saying I am completely free and golden. But the fact that it, it comes down to the commissioners, really, it comes down to his say. So whatever he feels on the day is, is where it's going to go. He's probably not going to give me the benefit of a doubt, whereas he might give a manager like Tom or Adam. I think he's more likely to give them the benefit of the doubt when it comes to situations like this. Because I'll openly admit, if there's a system to be cheated, I'm going to try and game the system. Obviously, I will exploit any loophole. But you've got to look back. What happened when somebody didn't post it on the group? Oh, it did, it's not allowed. It doesn't count. If it's not on the group, it's not official. So by that logic, how has Gareth Bale ended up at the Salford Shaggers? 100% Gareth Bale should be with the Grovers right now. If you go back on the group, the official forum, find the oldest post that says speculative pick Gareth Bale, you will see Bristol Grovers. You will not see Salford Shaggers anywhere. So how the commissioner has okayed that transfer is, is frankly beyond me. And I feel like... The fans all agree with me. I mean, you've you've read it in the newspaper. Graham Souness was kicking off last night. He wasn't even worried about the Liverpool. He was going on about bloody Gareth Bale being being at the Shaggers. Like everyone's talking about it. But you know, at the minute I'm top of the league, so I'm not going to get too angry. But food for thought. I'm sorry. There wasn't a question there. You were just going on and on about your problems. Sorry, is this a, an AA meeting or something like that? Looking at those tattoos, I'm sure you've definitely had some horrible bend of night. Again, how did he get in here? What is this? Uh, do you have a question, or was it just, poor me, poor me, I didn't get Gareth Bale? Look, mate, you didn't get there early enough. You know the rules. They're absolutely clear. Maybe you and Assistant Charlie were just, you know, up late a bit too much and didn't realise that there were deadlines. But you wouldn't know what deadlines are, would you? No, that's what I thought. No degrees, mate. <laughs> oh, I remember those days. Of course, when I was 18. Sorry. Oh, no, anyway, moving on. Last question, please. How's that? Okay. Uh, 
Ted fucking Bundy wannabe at the back. A uh, question for the incumbent commissioner uh, regarding speculative picks. Um, would you say, if you were speaking honestly, that you are happy with the way that you have managed speculative picks? <laughs> yes. Look at me. Look at me. Of course I'm happy. The way the speculative pick has gone is the best way it could have done in these circumstances. Look, we had an extended transfer period and the website we use for this only allows us to do so much. But all in all, everything got resolved. And thanks to me, of course. So you don't have to say it. You don't have to give me your thanks or your appreciation right now because I feel it. It radiates from me. And I just really appreciate you guys coming here and just giving me that. I really need that. Cheers, guys. But um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. To answer your question, I am happy with how I've managed back with picks. No one could have done a better job. Right. We're done here. Yeah, we are. We're done. Thank you. Uh, if you please file out into the press room, there's some, uh, some Viscount biscuits. And uh, I think we've got some twining tea. Uh, one only per person. Thank you. Bye bye. This was a terrible press conference. I hope I do this again. It's only Mike's so here for the performance. Had a great day in Dipcott in the week. Fucking Bowler's mother. Well, Jack, I think we're seeing the making of a dictator. This guy, he doesn't give a fuck. Excuse my French, but he sees one way. He has a vision, and he's not going to let it be tarnished by the masses. It'll be interesting to see how he keeps the rest of the league happy, but you can't argue. So far, so good. Pretty good league so far. The results are there. The evidence is there. Is he the most tactile guy? Probably not. But I'm interested to see how he goes forward after this press conference because I'm seeing quite a few feathers ruffled. He's made a statement. He's told them, hey, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. I don't need your antics. I don't need your questions. Absolutely, Phil. Very forthright. A uh, very strong and stable leadership, I felt, actually, from Alex Miller. Talking about those next few weeks, where he's really going to have to start proving himself as commissioner, we've got some tasty battles up. Not only do we have the Grovers, the 100%ers, take on last year's champions, Borussia Berg-Hempstead, in the form of Alex Miller, the commissioner, but we've also got a really, really tasty battle between Matthew Guest and Luke Siddle at Shitpump. What do you think of those ties? Wow, y'all, I just think this is going to be a great game week. I can't wait. Mm, I can't wait to see how this goes down. The current champions versus the top of the table league leaders? Mm, mm, mm. I tell you what, my eyes will be glued to this screen. I can't wait. I can't wait, I tell you, to see how this one goes down. The big news, however, Phil, Game week six. Now, this is going to be the most interesting game week yet. This original six, the core six, as some of them like to say, are all playing each other. The guest is playing a co-team, and the other co-teams are playing each other. It's the sixth for the first time this season. Pay on me. This game week has got everyone. It's a super, super Sunday. I can't wait to see the core six all unite for the first time and come up against each other and see who's got the goods. I can't wait to see the champions of the league, the two only champions 
in the sixth season, go off against each other. I can't wait. Mm, I can't wait to see Sill against Williams. That's got history steeped in it. And more importantly, I can't wait to see Best Man versus Groom. See how that gun fares up. It's a new look at Chiffon Steelers versus the same old looking girls that grew mm, 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 I can't wait. I can't. Okay, thank you very much, Phil. Um, there's probably time to end this show, but don't worry, there's plenty more coming up tonight on the Pass Sports Network. I wish you a very good night from myself, Jack Meoff, and my co-host... Phil McCracken. It's been an absolute pleasure, Jack. I'll tell you what, we should hang out more. No thank you, Phil. Good night! Before we go live to Whose Ears Are Burning, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Hi, I'm Adam Parsons Bowler, and I'm here to tell you all about what NatWest can do for you. Come on down now, where you can see me, the sales advisor to NatWest. That's that's not your job. That's not your job. Oh, sorry. Where you can come down and see me, your friendly face behind the glass, giving you advice that, on that, your... That, 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 that's not your job either. Oh, shoot. Come down and see me, who stuck in the £20 notes on your cash machines, one pound at a time. I'll be in the back, where I'll be there in spirit. Come down now to our Oxford branch, where you can get... 5% on if you ask for Adam. Well, I should say Adam, but it says Brian for some reason. Don't ask me why. Search NatWest Money Sense online today. Amber, can I come home yet? You're right, I'm Gaz, and I work at Walkabout. And I'm here to tell you all about the great deals we've got on this week. Come along, Friday or Saturday night, for two for one on snake bites. Black currant, free of charge. Get a Rue Burger. It's here today, it's gone tomorrow. It's hot, hot, hot in the rain all week. Shabba, come and speak to me. Ask for gas. Two for one on vodka Red Bulls all weekend long. Only condition is you've got to come down to the cellar and let me have a grow up on your titties in the frozen store. Ask for gas. Please be aware this approach does not apply on work on weekends. Please let the look for gas. He's not wearing the golden green. He'd be located in the freezer. Hashtag Gaz and Matty didn't do this advert together. Terms and conditions may apply. Hi, Meltdown Sheffield Bar here, looking for a new quiz master. This could be perfect for you if you have too much knowledge which your friends don't appreciate in the nuances of the comic book movies. Do you like wearing ironic t-shirts which don't go well with an open flannel t-shirt? This could be perfect for you. The pound bar tap could be waiting for you as a prize for you sharing your knowledge with people who are inferior beneath you. Come on, is it Spark or Luke Skywalker you're gonna join? Only one way to find out. Come down and fly now.
Hello, welcome to tonight's game show. My ears are burning. Let's meet the contestants. Hi there, I'm Tom Guest, and I'm the manager of the Sheffield Steelers. Some people have called me Oxfordshire's finest export, and who am I to disagree? My name is Gareth Williams, manager of the Salford Shaggers, and I come from the Northern Powerhouse, the greatest city in the world, Manchester. Hi, my name is Alex and thank you so much for having me. And I'm all the way from sunny Beaconsfield. I mean Beaconsfield, Beaconsfield, definitely Beaconsfield. Hello sports fans, my name is Matthias Amadeus Guest. I am originally from Wantage and I am the manager of Password is Taco. Hi, my name is Adam Butt-Bowler and I come from Amber's Back Pocket. (laughs) What you smoking? And finally, but not by, by any means least, we have... Hello, my name is Luke and I'm from Chesterfield in Derbyshire. Tier one, baby. Excellent. That's our contestants, people. Now that we've met them, shall we get into things? And shall we see whose ears really have been burning? Here are the rules. Each manager must guess if the league's managers agree with a statement made about their team. If they guess with the league, that's a point. If two managers are tied, the one with the most agreements wins. Let's get started. Okay, Tommy, here is your question. Do you think the league agreed or disagreed with the following? Steelers have made a strong start. No way they get in the spoon. Tommy, your thoughts. So this statement is absolutely true. Steelers definitely off to a strong start, showing a renewed commitment to the league. So I I think it's very unlikely that uh, I'll be taking the spoon this year. That being said, I don't think the other managers in the league believe that's going to be the case. So although the statement is definitely true, I think most of the league have disagreed with it and said that it is false. But you believe that most of the league disagreed with the statement. But they didn't. They agreed with the statement. I'm sorry. I think I'd have to agree with that. They're doing very well. He seems to have some good teams. Tom seems to be actively interested in the league this year. Um, whether that'll continue for the for a further 34 game weeks, no one knows. But you can't deny that he's uh, he's made a better start than any other season he's been a part of the league. So yeah, I, I don't see I don't see the Steelers getting the spoon. Um, no. I do not think that the Sheffield Steelers, managed by our very own Tommy Guest, will be down in there uh, for the spoon this season. I think he's got the best squad he's ever had in the last four years. I think he's actually more involved. Who knows why he's more involved in this league? Maybe he's a bit more encouraged. He's been looked after better. He's been facilitated. All these things which he's never had, you know, nurtured is probably a word I'll go for. Uh, And because of that, we're going to see the best season so far from him. But, um, Ultimately, no, he will not be the spoon because he is much more involved and currently doing pretty darn well. I think we'll see that continue. I think most of the league will disagree with this statement. I feel like they're not the favourites for the spoon. I still feel like Tom and Luke, although the commissioners aren't looking too good either, are the favourites for the spoon. But Tom's also going to still be in contention for it. He tends to be reactive 
rather than proactive. So you might pick up a player that scored two last week as opposed to a player that's going to score two next week. So I don't think that's necessarily the way to win the league, but maybe it is the way to win the spoon. Yes, I would agree that Steelers have made a strong start and I think they will keep it up and they'll manage to avoid getting the spoon. I think they've seen the errors they've made in the past. I don't think they'll win the league, but I think they're looking on course for a solid mid-table. I think if people believe that uh, Tommy has had a change of ways this year, then they are out of their goddamn minds. He started strongly last season. It's not about the first few weeks. It's about the 38 weeks of an entire season. Tommy will forget about us all by Christmas. Tommy will absolutely get the spoon. No, this statement is wrong. Okay, Gareth, it's your turn. Do you think the league agreed or disagreed with the following? Shaggers will fade quickly. There's no stamina and they are destined to be the table. What do you think? Yeah, I imagine people did agree with that. I probably would agree with it myself. Um, busy man, you know, there's other things to do. Life's not all about fantasy football. Mid-table suits me happily. Um, but yes, I would imagine everyone else agrees with that. It's something called tall poppy syndrome. Read a book. To be clear, you are saying that you believe most people in the league agree with this statement. Gareth, my God, you are correct. Four out of five people agree with this statement. Bravo. Absolutely tremendous start. Well done. The Shaggers are looking good this year. Uh, all credit to the manager there. Uh, definitely off to a strong start. Unfortunately, I do have to agree with the statement. Um, I think that there's a lot of tough competition this year and I don't think a top spot is quite in their future. I guess we'll have to see what happens, but for now I'll say yes, I agree. Absolutely. Gareth Williams, mid-table manager through and through. You know, he is consistent to say the least and that's what you've got to love. Uh, he is my co-manager for the commissioners, absolutely named as you might agree. Um, but, you know, God loves a bloody try, doesn't it? And that's what he does. He really does. But, uh, you know, it doesn't matter how much he tries because he's always going to get the same result mid-table. And I wholeheartedly agree and believe it's smack on the money that he will be mid-table come the end of the season. I think the majority of the league will have disagreed. I know a lot of people aren't too hot on gas, so they might want to put him down. But speaking purely from a bloody fantasy football standpoint, his team's, his team's just too strong. So he's got Yari Mina, I mean, Everton looked very strong. And his midfield, Son, Rodriguez, Greenwood, De Bruyne. The attackers and defenders could do with a little little work. And he's Patricio is his goalkeeper as well. I think the team's, you know, too big to fail, as they say. So I don't think the league will agree with that. I think Gaz... Sorry, the Shaggers will be a serious title contender this season. Uh, I'm frankly, the only time I've been scared in the first four game weeks was when I had to play the Shaggers, if I'm honest. So that says it all. That is exactly what Shaggers do all the time. They're going to fade so fast. I mean, you've already seen signs of this slip up. So, yeah, absolutely, this is 100% true. Gazzy had a lot of stamina pent up from all those years being the fucking biggest virgin in town and he has exhausted it all. He is absolutely destined for mid-table. I completely agree with this statement. Yes, 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 yes. Commissioner Miller, it's your turn. Do you think the Bristol Classic agreed 
or disagreed with the following statement. Borussia Burkhampton will not be able to compete for the title due to their commissioner duties. Uh, I am going to guess that most of these managers, because they're bastards, uh, agree to this. I think they'll think I probably and are going to hide behind the title of commissioner to make up for my, you know, poor attempt of pursuing champ four, which everyone wants to see. Come on, everyone wants to see a, a dominating franchise in this league. And um, I believe they will. I believe I'll definitely be up there. But um, I'm going to go with what majority think. And I hate to say it, but I think they believe that I will um, not be able to balance the commissioner manager life, even though I was made for it. But I guess we will see. So you're saying that you believe the league agrees with this thing? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, fool. You fully had the hurdle there. Looks like you can't balance your quiz life with your commissioner duties because most of the league disagree with this thing. That's got sting. But thanks for playing. Uh, absolutely, yes. If the fact that he got his own team's name wrong when sending these questions out to people isn't evidence enough, I don't know what is. I think Miller's team will be able to compete for the title. Admittedly, the commissioner curse is a very, very thin excuse, but an excuse nonetheless. Miller will definitely be, uh, be invested till the very end and will want his name on that trophy once again for the four champ. God help us all. Now this statement's just a load of fucking bollocks. This is absolute rubbish. No one thinks this. No one's ever said that you can't be commissioner and compete for the title. This sounds like a, a pre-made excuse for a very scared little manager. This also sounds like something that Gaz might use as to why he's never won before, but I honestly thought Alex was better than that. What a stupid thing to say. Yeah, again, completely agree with this statement. Um, Alex will fall away. He'll probably start a new degree in the middle of this as well, just to come up with another excuse for why he cannot become the four-time champ. He'll use this as an excuse, but the fact of it is Alex wouldn't come anywhere near the top of the table, whether or not he had commissioner duties. I completely agree with this statement, but it's not about the commissioner duties. It's because he is shit. So technically, my answer is no, but I appreciate the sentiment. Many guests, it's your turn. Do you think the Bristol Classic agreed or disagreed with the following? Password Attacker has the strongest goal difference so far. They are the team to beat this season. We're dying to hear it. What do you think? I know this is about me. I think the league will have majority agreed with this statement. And I say that because I do have the strongest goal difference. I have absolutely bad teams. The only team that's beat me is my own co-team. So it doesn't look like many people will have what it takes to beat the Taco, the Mighty Mighty Taco. And it is, the squads, I've got a strong squad. I've won before. I think that's a pretty accurate statement. I'm not saying I'm gonna win. I'm not saying I'm necessarily even gonna be up there at the end of the season, but right now, yeah, I think the league would agree that this is the team to beat. So to be clear, you are saying you think your fellow managers agree with this statement because you are right sir they do three to two. Oh, tremendous well done bravo i commend you so password is taco's manager showing why he is the league's tinkerer uh, after what i think most people would agree was a fairly poor draft 
his team is absolutely off to the races with some very important changes made early on. So yes, I would definitely agree that they are looking to be the team to beat this season. We can't deny that they're the strongest goal difference. Uh, but I don't, they have a team that can put a lot of points on the board in any given week. Um, they're one of the tougher teams to face, I'd agree. I wouldn't say necessarily they're the team to beat. But yeah, they're definitely up there. Top three finish for Password is Taco, I'd expect. I disagree. I'll tell you why. Yes, he's a former champion. Yes, he's got the best goal difference at the moment. And yes, he's pretty high at the table. But like the seasons, they come and go. And so will Matty Guest. And so will Password as Taco. I think with less quality available and more teams, it's going to be hard for him to become the team to beat. I think right now, sure, you could say, oh no, I'm against Matty right now. But believe me, you won't be saying that come December, come February in the new year. I think you'll be like, oh crap, thank God I got Matty. Three points on the board. Can't wait for this. You know what? I won't reset my team. So to wrap this up, and in summary, I disagree with this statement. Absolutely. Um, he is the team to beat. He is a, he's a very good manager. That's why me and him make such a great team. So yeah, he is, I have full confidence ability and uh, I'm hoping it will be a battle between me and him at the top. They are the team to beat. I don't really think there's much more to say on that topic. He's made a really strong start as Matty. Um, he's doing well with his co-team as well. I think I'm happy to, in some respects, eat my words with what I've said about him and, uh, and his, his picks. Difficult team to beat. Adam Bowler, the second best bowler. Can you tell me if you believe that the rest of the league agrees or disagrees with the following? Ferrara Mane will have the worst season out of the core six. I'm on tenderhooks. The audience want to know. Please. Put us out of our misery. No, no, I don't agree with this. It is a outlandish statement that has been made against me. I mean, I know I can definitely name a manager that will agree to this statement. Luke Bestraff-Siddle is uh, definitely 100% going to say yes, this is the case, because he is desperate to be a rival this year. You are going with disagree. You are absolutely correct. The rest of the league does disagree with this statement. My God, you know your managers. Bravo. It was 3-2 to two once again. Uh, Varun Mane off to a surprisingly poor start this season. Uh, manager Adam Bowler has uh, is a veteran of the sport. He's shown that he can perform not only in this league, but in leagues around the world. But for some reason this season, not going so well for him. I am ultimately going to disagree with the statement. Uh, I think he has it in him to bring it back. But uh, you do have to question what is going on over there. We expect a better from this manager. Is that relative to how they normally perform or in terms of actual finishing position? You think Bowler's going to finish below Luke and Tom? I don't see it. Luke's got no, he's just got no longevity in fantasy football. He's made it three weeks. The only thing that will keep him in it this year is to support his boyfriend. But I just, I don't see, I don't see a, a world where Luke finishes above Bowler in fantasy football over 38 game weeks. I just don't see it happening, so no, I disagree with that. Yes. God, yes. Uh, at the core six, I think Bowler is the, less than, the least involved. He just has 
little interest because he's uh, doing other things in other places, shall we say, and he will hide behind that tenuous excuse probably. And he's always been a, a mayor manager, isn't he? Very uh, mid-table, run of the mill, nothing special, just thereabouts, you know he's there. You kind of turn around, oh, I didn't realize you're still here, mate. Sorry about that. Um, but to summarize again, I, I think he probably will do the worst and um, he'll hide behind his excuses pretty early doors, I reckon, as well. So uh, it's a shame to see that because he's got some good players, but you know, a bad carpenter can't blame their tools, can they? So I think the league majority will disagree with this, and I'll tell you why. In order for Var and Mane to have the worst out of uh, season out of all the core six, that would mean doing worse than not only Gaz, who is apparently, according to the other question, destined to run out of steam, not only Miller, who, according to the other question, is too busy being commissioner, he'd also have to do worse than, obviously, myself, he'd also have to do worse than Luke and Tom, two, you know, people who are way more likely to win the spoon than the bloody trophy, let's be honest. So the idea that Bowler is going to be behind Luke, Tom, Gaz and Miller? No, come off it. You're on your ass if you think that. There's just no way. Plus, he's pulled in some some good players. I mean, Doherty, Bolly, Bamford's absolutely banging the goals in. <sighs> yeah, no, that's a, it's a silly statement if you ask me. Disagree. Baron Marnie have the worst season of the course six. Let me fucking think about it. Absolutely fucking lutely He knows nothing. He's out of his depth. His team is absolute dog shit. Worst season of the core six ever. Never mind just this season. What an absolute terrible, know nothing manager. Probably the worst team manager pairing to ever grace this league. And that includes the likes of fucking Jamie. And now, last but by no means least, Luke, Vice Commissioner Siddle, can you please tell me if you think the rest of the league agreed? or disagreed with the following sweeping statement. Shippon are currently second from back. They will be in contention for the spoon this season. Tell us what you think. I am currently second from bottom, but it's irrelevant. People get too worked up about the notion of me winning the spoon. I've won the spoon once. Matty's won it once, yet we're putting Matty in this fucking, you know, higher echelons of the game. The fact of it is, everybody's got an equal chance. We're a couple of games in. Get the fuck off the ledge, okay? Stop jumping to conclusions. Everybody's in it to win it, including me. Everybody's got an equal chance. If you're basing your predictions on four game weeks, then my God, what are you even bringing to this league? There is no way on earth that people agree with this statement. So you're telling me that you believe that most of the league disagreed with this statement? I'm so sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but they did it. They agreed with the statement. I'm sorry, but your journey here on Whose Ears Are Burning ends here. Thank you so much for playing. Shit pun FC. Now, of course, I have a close personal relationship with the manager, Luke Siddle, due to the fact that we have our own co-team. Uh, and that makes it just more painful to say, but unfortunately, Yes, I think absolutely in the running for the Spoon this year. Uh, their classic rival, the Steelers, having a much stronger start than uh, we've seen in previous years. So, yeah, it's, it's really, it's theirs for the taking. Let's see if Luke can prove us wrong. But for now, I think, yeah, they're looking 
very likely to take the spoon. Absolutely, unquestionably so. Average manager, average, not even average team, below average team. Absolutely shit. He's, there's no other way about it. Uh, he's, yeah, he's wank. So yeah, not a chance. He, he's going to be in the he, bottom three, for sure. Which will maybe introduce relegation. Thank you, it. The team at Butter Draft the best. Mr. Spectre himself. No, Luke Siddle and Shitpan FC will not be in contention for the spoon. Have they had a rough start, a slow one? Haven't got off the mark quick enough? Yes, but remember what happened last time? Chester won challenged into a marathon, made him eat that humble pie, and he made them, made them sorry for what they said. I think the people who agree with this are going to definitely feel very, very silly because Luke Siddle, he's had to prove something this season, and he has the team and the tools to do so. I think you're going to see a different side. He's very involved. He's very organised, he's got his spreadsheet, he's got his colour charts, and he's got his reminders set on his phone. I'm standing, I'm standing and I'm saluting. I'm feeling pride, I'm feeling joy because this is my vice commissioner. I know what he can do and I see it week in, week out. I hear it in our catch-ups, in our coffees, in our weekends away in Cabo. I know he can do this and he will do it and he will show you. He won't be the spoon again and he won't be knocking around in contention for it. How dare you even imply that? I think the majority of the league are going to agree. Obviously, we're all going to agree with that. They probably won't win. The, I don't think he'll get the spoon. I think that's probably going to be a co-team because of the difference in energy levels and, you know, what people put in and what they get out. But obviously, they're a contender for the spoon. The only problem is, did anyone see what Grealish and Watkins did to Liverpool? I mean, before that game, I would have, you know, I probably would have actually put money down Coral on Shitpun getting the spoon, or at least the worst out of the course six. But looking stronger by the day, Shitpun, looking stronger by the day. If, is anyone going to say no to this statement? Come on. It's what, it's what Luke, best draft Siddle, is known for, really. He's known for being at the bottom of the table every year. So th- this is not going to change at all. Can you believe it? We have a four-way tie. But as you know, there are no ties in this quiz. Whose ears are burning? You have to have one ultimate winner. And people, contestants, audience, people at home, we have that winner. I can reveal to you now that it is former commissioner Gareth Williams, who sweeps it home with four to one of their beautiful statements. He got that right, he goes home, he takes the whose ears are burning title. Bravo, absolutely changes. Uh, on your feet, on your feet, Gareth. Yeah. I'd love having you here, people. Fantastic contestant and a worthy winner. Folks, thank you for tuning in. That's all we got time for. Tune in next month where we have the October Halloween special podcast episode. You're not going to want to know. Thank you once again. Good night and thank you for listening.